0: I feel like I will be horrifically disappointed
1: Welcome to Indecorous Podcast. Indecorous means not in good taste. 9-11 was a gender reveal. <laughs> Indecent.
2: Bunch of lunatics with morbid senses of humor.
1: Immoral. You don't have the money to bulldoze this building? Just draw Muhammad all over the place. <laughs> Somebody will blow that <laughs> up. Shameless. I'd let my bush grow because it's kind of one of those lust for love <laughs> type of situations. Impolite. People always fingering, but I'm like, you know what? My fingers always hard. I don't get whiskey fingers. <laughs> and beyond the pail. What you wearing down on your toes? I was trying to switch. Switch it up today, guys. I was trying to um, do wine. Oh, okay. fancy! Yeah, instead of cheap because the cheap beer makes me piss a lot, it makes me want to piss. And, yeah. uh So I've heard. Okay, wine
3: might not make me want to piss as much. Bigger bang for your buck. You get drunker faster, so you drink less of it. Is that
1: right? Okay. Well, hopefully that works too. I, mostly, I'm concerned about the peeing. But here's the thing: I bought I I don't know anything about wine, so I bought a bottle of Merlotte.
3: Merlot. Merlot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah
1: because i like red wine i from the little that i know about wine is i like red wine better than white and i got uh, robert mondavi you guys heard of that i have done yeah yeah okay so bobby's more cultured here so <laughs> i bought it actually last week and oh so it's uh, aged some since then it's <laughs> aged some yeah yeah, already, it was from two thousand eighteen, so you yeah. know it's like back, <laughs> su- that was back before even the podcast started.
2: I'm, yeah. I'm surprised you found a slot for it in your cellar. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: right. So I got it, but I had it since last week, but I didn't crack it till this week. But here's the thing: I bought this shit, and I'm like, I, I guess this is not a twist off pop. It yeah, it has yeah. a it has a cork.
3: Oh, fancy, fancy motherfucker. Yeah, so I was like, oh wow,
1: I didn't know I was buying something so fancy with a oh, cork. Oh,
2: I thought. Man, I thought you were talking about the box.
1: Oh, no, dude. You said you do know, do the
3: boxes of wine? <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah.
1: well, I'm, I, I might graduate the box eventually, but right now I'm just doing a bottle and <laughs> it has the cork. And I'm like, oh, I don't have an opener for this so shit. So you're
3: foiled by the cork opener, yeah. But then
1: I found one in the, like, this old ass thing. And then I was like, sweet, I got a cork opener. Okay, how do I use this shit? So I didn't have to YouTube how to use a cork screw or whatever and okay. i put it in there and i got like halfway through it and then it ripped half the cork off
2: oh i hate that shit oh, yeah dude.
1: yeah and so i'm like ah oh, shit what now that so that stressed me out so much that i had to pop open a miller high life so now i'm drinking beer <laughs> right now
3: dude you should have just watched a video of duck sex they have corkscrew penises you know that would have yes. told you everything you need to know about fucking defiling a duck and <laughs> yeah you think, single think one. about that
2: yeah, it's kind of like, you know, when the the ducks get done having sex, like one rips out the insides of the other one.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then you have to take, like, a knife to get the rest of it out. So that's what I ended up doing. And then you got, got duck this.
2: guts floating in your wine.
1: Yeah, yeah. I got all these duck guts and semen and everything in there because I got really pissed. That's, <laughs> I, I start shooting semen when I get pissed. <laughs> Don't we all, man. So, but I'm going to finish my highlight first because they say... High life before Robert Mondavi (laughs) Merlot, you're in the clear. I believe (laughs) that's how that goes.
3: Yeah, dude. So uh, my wife had a birthday, so I I shaved my gooch for her. So she is an extremely lucky lady. Okay. Do you guys ever do anything fun like that? Shave the gooch for the ladies on their birthday?
1: No, not for their birthday. For a long time, I never just did anything down there. But then eventually, I did start trimming that I started trimming because it was getting a little out of control, and then one time I trimmed. <laughs> one time I decided, you know what? Because I just used to use scissors. What? So then I yeah, I used scissors.
3: Dude, that's a Neanderthal way to manscape.
1: Yeah, I know. That's what I learned. So now I thread, and now I'm threading. you like the eyebrow
3: threading? You gotta go.
2: Yeah. You gotta go Norelco one blade. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I want to do this before we start the or the show. We welcome our guest. We have a new Patreon. Oh, I, see, I saw script.
3: that. We're, we're eating steak
1: tonight, boys. Nice. Yeah, yeah. we have a new... We're going to give a shout out to our new Patreon supporter, Mikey. Mikey's supporting us Mikey. on Patreon now. So thank you, Mikey. Appreciate you.
2: Yeah, thanks, Mikey. Listening thanks, Mikey. to the
1: podcast that, and supporting.
2: Is that the Mikey we know?
1: I don't know how many Mikeys you know, bro.
2: Well, I think you know who I'm talking about.
1: I don't know about all that. Don't implicate me on this shit <laughs> it's, Have you guys seen the I just saw it last night of Getz what is his name Matt Getz? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, just, I was just reading about that. Yeah, he's being accused of having an affair with like a 17 year old girl or some shit. So Tucker Carlson had him on on his stupid show and Matt Getz kept referring to things, you know, it was a, it was a weird-ass interview, but of course it was but at one point, I think Tucker Carlson asks him, like, so what are you getting accused of or whatever? And he's like, well, listen, Tucker, I mean, you know, like, I-, I remember it was like two three years ago, he- we were having dinner. You and me and your wife was there and my wife was there and we were having dinner. And he goes and then he gets into this thing where he's involving Tucker Carlson and then after <laughs> Tucker Carlson starts. When it's time for him to talk, he's like, you know, actually, I don't remember that uh, dinner that you're talking about. Like, like Wait, Don't Tucker pull me into your like, child
3: orgy story, bro.
1: Yeah, exactly. The guy's like, I what? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and apparently even Tucker Carlson after the interview said that. Yeah, this is, uh, that was one of the more uh, bizarre interviews we've ever done on this show.
3: It's one of those classic scenarios where the Republicans, if it's like a 17-year-old in the Epstein-Bill Clinton orbit, it's like straight up pedophilia. But if it's like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, a Republican, then, you know, you know, you know, you know, she's a uh, perfectly legal in most states. And this is uh, above board. Dude, and it's
1: like, there's so kinds. Of, I haven't vetted it all, so I, I just haven't had the time. But there's all kinds of bad uh, optics that oh, yeah. from coming from Matt gets because he's he voted against some kind of child trafficking. Oh, yeah. Child trafficking, yeah. He voted against oh, the Child Trafficking yeah. Act. Then he posts, and there's some picture of him with some high schoolers. There's all, all these posts that people are <coughs> digging up of Matt Getz being a fucking pervert, which to oh, me makes him look all the more perverted when Cause these cause accusations yeah, it, come up. His claim like.
3: at the time, by the way, on that vote was like, it's not hardcore enough. We got to send <laughs> these pedophiles to hell. And now it's just like, oh, he was really trying to cover his own ass because he likes the high school kids. So it's, and, it's pretty much. Yeah,
1: it's one of those things where the more hardcore somebody is about something, the more likely it is that they are doing that same thing. You know, oh, same yeah. Thing with with the gay, with, yeah. the, with all these politicians that are all for anti-homosexual laws, and they end up being outed as gay eventually.
2: Yeah, <laughs> all the all the Ted Haggard types. Yeah. <laughs> Which I know he shit. wasn't a politician, but
4: still.
1: Yeah, but it's the same hypocrisy yeah. among all of them. Yep. They, uh... This finally came through the news that the Suez Canal situation is resolved. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Bobby, you're probably sad about this because you came in favor of the blockage of the Suez Canal when we talked about it on the podcast. So I just wanted to make that up to see how you're dealing.
2: Oh, yeah. How do you
1: guys feel about this whole situation in the Suez Canal? I'm for it. Oh, very controversial stance that Bobby's taking here. I'm for it. Ian is against, Bobby is for it. I'm for it. There's a giant ship that's stuck sideways in the Suez Canal and is backing everybody up. I'm for
2: it. At the time that I did not know what we were talking about yet, I said I was for (laughs) it. I'm
1: for it. Yes, very strongly for it, by the way. (laughs)
3: Yeah. (laughs) I heard that the moon being a full moon at the time had some factor in this thing. So some vindication for friends that drink the moon water and do all the (laughs) dirty hippie crystal bullshit, because apparently that was a a small factor in this. I,
1: I hadn't read that, but it's funny because that might be one of the few times that the moon being out actually would have a scientific reason for it because the moon <laughs> does influence tides got this moon water of... over oh, here bro yeah. this moon water yeah. over here yeah, yeah that's ripped. what it is welcome to episode 84 of Indecorous Comedy this is episode 34 of season 2 Indecorous Comedy is a reprehensively distinguished educational comedy show you the smartest lowbrow or dirtiest highbrow podcast on the internet i'm your host carlos valencia Joining me is Bobby D.
2: Yeah, you're uh, setting a new speed record for that intro, man. Yeah,
1: I got I got <laughs> shit to do, man. I got uh, two other podcasts to do right after I'm done with this shit.
2: Oh. I you are going on some sort of wine crawl.
1: I mean, this shit's not going anywhere, man. So I got to fucking, I'm diversifying. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Ian is also here. He's back, everybody. Ian, how you doing, sir?
3: I'm going to be the Micro Machines guy this episode. I'm going to talk like a fastest... Yeah, Anyway, I'm, I'm back, you. bitches. What's happening?
1: Do people still get that micro machines reference? Because it's been a minute <laughs> since that micro machine.
2: Yeah, I think I think the only reason, ironically, they might get your Punky Brewster references now that she had that new documentary come out.
1: That's right, she it does is. have a new there thing. We All are. right, today we're going to be answering listener questions, talking about indecorous news, and we'll be diving deep into the history of weird marriage laws. But before we get into any of that, let's welcome our guest today, Mikey Steinberg, everybody. Mikey, how you doing, buddy? (laughs) Great. I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Let's get into it. We like to open the show with questions sent from our millions of listeners around the world. We accept all questions, but we rarely have an answer for any of them. Question number one is always, where do I send questions? And that is IndecorousComedy at gmail.com or through social media, Facebook, Instagram at IndecorousComedy, Twitter at IndecorousPod. Patreon at them Thank you, Bobby, for that. <laughs> or you can go to Indecorous Comedy as well. But how do you spell Indecorous, Bobby?
2: I-N-D-E-C-O-R-O-U-S.
1: That is correct. Now, first question comes from Jennifer. She asks, what would be the best way to quit porn? <laughs> so I'm imagining she means, you know, you've had a career in pornography what would be the most graceful exit to move on to a post-porn career? Oh,
2: I, I think I know this one. Okay. It would be to be the center of a gangbang and then to announce afterwards that uh, you are HIV
1: positive.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just so the Michael who, Jordan effect going out on the top, right?
1: Yeah. Be like a one-person super spreader.
2: Yeah, mm, exactly. Really? You're sabotaging the industry and you write some memoir afterwards. And...
1: Yeah, you're like, if I can't work in this industry, nobody else can work on this industry. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. You got, you got to cut the industry's face. I
3: know we already talked about this, but um, the Gordon Ramsay doppelganger midget that died in a badger den. I mean, that was a pretty indecorous way to go out.
0: Oh yeah, but uh, Mikey, you didn't hear about this, did you? No, I don't think I. Did. I feel like I should have heard about this, though. Uh, <laughs> definitely <laughs> should have.
1: Well, yeah, you should have. I'm a little disappointed that you haven't, Mikey. Yeah. Uh, but but Ian, you want to fill us in on what this story is for those that are not up to date?
3: Yeah, yeah. So um, Gordon Ramsay apparently has a porn doppelganger that happens to be a little person, and if that's not weird enough, the little person turned up dead inside of a badger den. So, wandered into the woods, doing whatever crazy mischief that little people like to do, and then, boom, the badger den got him. Couldn't crawl out because he was too weak.
1: It sounds like he was like on some mystical quest for a pot of gold, and then he just <laughs> yeah. couldn't solve the badger's riddle, and that's how he fucking ended up in that
2: den. Sounds like ayahuasca gone wrong.
3: I like to think <laughs> yeah. he was searching for truffles, because he's so low to the ground So he had like a... A pig-like ability to find the truffles, but yeah,
0: I feel like a badger would have to be like the size of a bear to a little person, a little bit, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's it, right. it'd Be quite the conquest. I think they have
1: that in the SATs. But is it said, bear is to normal human as badger is to little person? <laughs> now find X. <laughs> find X. So I, I okay. So Bobby's answer is. Give everybody the hiv. Ian's answer is die in a badger then. What do you think, <laughs> Mikey? Say that again. What was it? What do you think would be the most the best way is the way the question was posed? The best way to quit porn.
0: Oh. I think it would be to do like the opposite of like the reason why you got in it. And it would just be like, I got a job at McDonald's. I finally <laughs> I did it. I got. I landed. Yeah. I, I didn't want it to be in porn, but then I finally landed my job. And, That's um, right.
1: You were doing porn until you could find a full time McDonald's gig. Yeah. exactly.
0: Finally got it.
2: Or you're you're starting your residency. You don't need the money anymore. You know, you got med school's paid for now.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The porno is finally completed. Yeah. The saga has finally ended. I
1: like. <laughs> I like the theory that. Or the concept that in order to break into McDonald's, do you have to raise your profile up through porn?
3: <laughs> because that's
1: the only way you're ever going to break into McDonald's.
4: Right, <laughs> right, jobs
3: are competitive, bro.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I know you want to work at McDonald's, but are you a draw? I mean, how many people are going <laughs> to come to McDonald's to see
2: you? Yeah, McDonald's is kind of a bringer gig, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. I know you've been working the road a lot, doing cashier <laughs> shit at Wendy's and Burger King. But this is the big time here. How many tickets are we going to sell with you fucking being cashier? <laughs> Goddamn. Although I will say that though, I mean, if fucking, I, I, I wish I could name a current porn star. I'm sure you could, Ian. So I'm going to have to go back to Jenna Jameson. But if Jenna Jameson had quit porn and started working at McDonald's, that McDonald's would be packed. Yeah, day yeah, it's, after it's day. A very
2: popular McDonald's.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, so we got to the bottom of that one. Adam, this is our second question. Adam asks, do straight bros get uncomfortable in gay bars? Now, I haven't been in gay bars. Oh, no, I actually, I was going to say I haven't. I did a show at a gay bar once. (laughs) Actually, probably more than one.
2: Yeah, but that wasn't comedy.
1: (laughs) That's right, yeah. So I was getting paid, so it wasn't uncomfortable for me at all because I was getting... I mean, as long as I'm getting paid, I'm fucking cool with absolutely anything. But I might imagine Adam is more asking, like, if you're just hanging at a gay bar. Have you Have you ever hung
0: out at a gay bar, Mikey? Yeah, well, so, you know, I hung out at one um, yesterday, and then the day before that, and then the day before that, <laughs> and a few times last week. Uh, and for the past 10 years? <laughs> yeah, and it's...
1: <laughs> Just because you're trying to get over how awkward it is to be there, right?
2: Yeah, right you're going to leave right. one to do this podcast. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're, yeah. you're at a gay bar right now, aren't you? Isn't
0: that where you're <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm actually, I'm smoking a cigarette outside this podcast. <laughs> and. Uh,
2: they have a podcast room at, at most
1: gay bars now i've heard yeah hey, it's the new trend in brooklyn I wouldn't be
0: surprised if you go to williamsburg yeah literally i'm pretty sure every place in williamsburg and brooklyn has a freaking place for podcasts in the back it's called the bathroom but you know they rent it out <laughs> they goddamn rent that shit out
1: i mean the acoustics alone <laughs>
0: yeah it's authentic you
2: know that authentic. is i think like one of those questions that like every straight dude feels the need to <laughs> pre-qualify you know <laughs> but
0: oh yeah yeah i i will say personally though i feel absolutely nothing i feel completely fine i, the, I feel more yeah. awkward on whether or not they want me there. kind of like uh why are you here kind of but me, personally, being there, I don't really... I mean, I, I have a great time. Like, I always have a good time. Like, you know, I'm not trying to crash a party, but y'all got great fucking drinks, and I'm down for some strawberry margaritas. Oh,
1: Word. I know, Ian, you probably might... Well, I was going to say probably, but you might have the most first-hand experience with this I shit. Because d- didn't I you do. strip at a gay strip club at one point?
3: I I, I It wasn't a... Well kind of sort of was. To go on Drag Night. <laughs> it wasn't a gay strip club. It was all straight dudes there. It was just all straight guys that like seeing yeah. naked men. So, 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 so let me get to the the, the... the spirit of the question is really more like, you know, if you're a straight man that goes into a gay club, and I'll tell you the thing. Like, if you're a five or above, you're going to get hit on. So, like, I was there a couple times at drag shows doing whatever with some friends, and sure enough... let's oh, not
2: gloss over that with by saying... Whatever with some friends. What were you, what were you doing there?
3: <laughs> so the prevailing theory at the time was if you go to a gay club on drag night, there's going to be plenty of straight women there. Yeah. And you'll be like the only straight guy. So you'll just clean up and get all the pussy, right? But that's not what happened. What happened was I got hit on by dudes non-fucking-stop. And the thing is, after the first couple, I was feeling pretty sad because they were like fucking threes. And I'm like, God damn it. I'm pulling like threes or fours, you know? And then finally this one guy that was like looking super fit and chiseled, straight teeth, he starts hitting on me. And, and he like, talked
2: hey. you into stripping?
3: <laughs> no, I mean, but I mean, he was like he was like a bonafide nine, right? <laughs> and then I smelled his breath and he fucking reeked of alcohol. And I'm like, oh shit. Am I his beer goggle dude? Or was he just like, you know, I mean, that, that started to myself my self-esteem thinking I might be the beer goggle dude to him, you know? That was his mistake the next morning. So. Yeah. I do. So, so you know, you're I'm, like,
2: if I'm gonna start pulling some, I'm gonna start pulling some tens around here. I'm gonna to have to get up on that stage.
3: <laughs>
1: you have to redeem yourself, and that's
3: when things got crazy.
1: I mean, we've mentioned Corrado so many times on this <laughs> podcast now that he's basically a callback <laughs> at this point. He's the guy that books all the shitty gigs in uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, but he does book a gay bar in South Carolina called the Hideaway. And I did that gig once. And after the show, oh, I had my card. I gave my card. And this guy hit me up on Facebook, like, uh, hey, you know, if you, you want a blowjob, I, I, I got you. He, he. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, I appreciate it, man. But yeah, I'm already on my way back home. <laughs> and the guy was like, all right. But I mean, you know, just hit me up. I'm like, okay, cool, man. (laughs) I mean, I was flattered. I wasn't offended or anything, but it's not something that...
0: I just want to say, it is flattering. It's totally flattering in my book. I'm sorry. Maybe I might get canceled for this, but like, you know, some women say they don't like... And maybe it's because I'm not getting it as much. But, you know, when a guy hits, I mean, it's... I'm flattered. Like, I'm I'm goddamn... Me too. I thought I would be offended. I'm totally flattered.
1: Me too, dude. (laughs) Me too. I'm like, I... You hear about stories of guys getting all angry and shit because a guy I was like, no, nah, dude, I was like, oh, man, I'm flattered. But this dude kept hitting me up, like to the point where I had to ghost the guy because he was <laughs> hitting me up. It's like, oh, so this is what it's like to be wow. a woman.
2: Here's the thing is you did kind of okay. make him sound like the only reason you were rejecting him in the first place was that you had already left the parking lot. Yeah, I did say that. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately. Yeah. yeah. Like, I you know, it's the gas money issue.
1: Yeah, and after that happened, I told Corrado, I was like, listen, I'm only doing this gig 10 more times, <laughs> and I'm done after that.
2: As soon as I find Mr. Wright, I'm out of here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and this last question, we're going to get to our last question. William asks, is math racist? Have you guys heard these stories about, because it's one of those favorite things that conservatives like to bring up, like, oh, you know... These liberals in Portland, they think math is racist. And and I'm like, uh, is that, are you, what what are you talking about? I don't know what kind of fucking Rush Limbaugh type show you heard this and shit. But then, because I looked it up at one point and there was some sort of thing where there's a group of uh, people that talk to education or that talk to education departments about the sociological roots of Math And I'm like, this is what's like, I don't know why. Why do you have to complicate it? Like math is just math, dude. It's just numbers. I don't understand how you can, I can understand maybe where you can say it's like, well, minorities have less access to higher education and stuff like that. But the math itself? No, I don't see how it could possibly.
0: I'm flabbergasted. That's ridiculous. That's it I is. mean it's number numbers they say is the language of the gods if you will because it's always factual. Yeah, so it's kind of I don't see how that could be anything. It's math. Right. It's like yeah, 2 plus 2 is 4 if you're white. It's like, oh, what <laughs> is
1: just 2 plus 2
2: dude. I thought it was 1 plus 2 is 4 if
1: you're white. But uh, this is why I don't qualify myself ever as being Republican or Democrat or liberal or conservative, is because there is some shit that goes way beyond. uh, If we're going to get into objective things, being racist, that is taking it a bit too far. I
0: feel like I heard, though, that to be, I'm just going to, sorry to interrupt, but like that it was, um, it was actually English. I could be so wrong and that it was going on, like people's like kind of cultural in writing. But I, I mean, if it went as far as math, could be wrong though i'm not sure i feel like you looked up english it might be
2: i think i know if maybe i kind of read the same article that you might be referencing there where it's like the way they phrase like it'll be a math problem but the way they question the way they they do it it's like the references aren't connecting culturally is that what you're talking about
1: no by that pause i can already tell (laughs) that's not what it's talking about at all like that is
2: not it at (laughs) all yeah <laughs> okay never mind
1: yeah unless are you talking about like the problems will be friends he's like kevin has ten thousand dollars if jamal wants to steal the ten thousand dollars from kevin then i can see that if oh you're my God. if you're wording yeah. problems and that <laughs> but the actual math of the actual doing the calculations and all that shit there is no race or ethnicities yeah. that comes yeah. into That's- play into any of that
2: those are all. It's all absolutes. That's, you know, yeah, that's just what it is. But
1: I can't see the language thing though, in the sense that not necessarily in race, but I know, like, in sexism, Latinx. You guys have heard Latinx, of course. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I've I've heard that Latin people do not identify with any of that horseshit. Yeah,
1: I'm, to me, the first time I heard that is because I was booked on a show. A guy that was booking it wanted it to be like Latin comics or comics that had Hispanic heritage, and when he he was messaging me about it on facebook and he said yeah so we got all these comics they're all latinx and blah 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 and i'm like this guy just typo like what did he meant to say latino and then just (laughs) his finger slipped into the x because i'd never heard that term before but then i looked it up and i was like no this is the new term for latinos is they're going with Latinx because it's gender neutral and i'm like i have never heard this be a complaint among hispanic people But I will say that the Spanish language is kind of biased towards males because there's females and there's male words. But when you're talking about a group of people that might involve males and females, you always go with the male word. You never use the female word. You always Because women are the weaker vessel. You said it, Ian. I didn't say it. (laughs) All right, so Ian, what is your take? Because you're our numbers guy on the podcast. What is your take on this before we move on to the next thing?
3: Well, when you get to the very foundation of equality you're talking about a math problem you know this side is equal to that side and i think that by fudging the numbers you can obviously show that some people get the math problem wrong i think that might be at the heart of this thing but uh you know i I just saw a headline that says the group claims white supremacy culture can show up in the classroom in various ways including when the focus is on getting the quote right answer and when students are required to quote show their work so it sounds to me like a bunch of Idiots that don't, uh, don't understand math are trying to you know cop out and get some yeah. special treatment.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think math is about as neutral as it's going to get, man. I mean, that's one thing that you can't fuck with, is you're either good at math or you're not good at math. It doesn't. If you put a bunch of math problems on a page, at the end of the day, whoever grades them is not going to be like, oh, this is obviously a black person, this is obviously a white person. You just know how many they got right, how many they got wrong. It's, it's a it's a very bizarre, like you said, Mike, it's like it's flabbergasting, but it's questions that are asked these days. So, you know, we're we're fucking in decorous podcast. We fucking take on these shits. So
0: I have to ask, is there like like do people kind of make jokes in Spanish language? I'm like the most ignorant American you can think of. Uh, maybe not, but I'm, I'm up there. Uh, so in Spanish culture. Would you ever switch like an, like, could you say like a female dick or something like that? What do you mean, like a,
1: like somebody, like a dick like a penis or like a dick like an asshole?
0: Uh, Like, well, both. I mean, right? Like, could you could kind of play that, right? Or what would a dick is to be a masculine tone, but you just put like an A at the end and it's feminine. Yeah. Yeah. With penis, it
1: wouldn't work because the word for penis is penny. And really that's kind of neutral. So there you, if you just said pen now that's an entire different word.
0: Oh, so that's neutral, but everything else is sexist, Mm -hmm. so. Most (laughs) stuff, yeah, (laughs) I would say
2: Well, some words are trans these days too. (laughs) Yeah,
0: so I was literally just thinking about that. The Spanish language is like so male versus female. Like that's just so interesting. Like I just got to ask Carlos this personally, like would you be behind that or do you think it's just ridiculous? Behind what, the Latinx thing? Yeah, do you feel like you ever think of it like that? No. Like like there's like, oh, that's weird that we like make a object male.
1: I do think it's unfair. I'm just like, dude, man, we we got other shit to worry about, dude. It's like there was a controversy here about two or three years ago about did you guys hear about that movie The Problem with Apu?
3: Yeah. Oh uh-huh.
1: yeah. It was the, what is his mm-hmm. name? Harry Kandabalu? Hey,
3: hey, Kandabalu, yeah. Hey, hey Kaziria, wasn't he the uh
1: he used to do a poo, but there was a big yeah. thing. There's a big stink about, oh, this is a stereotype and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, it's just a cartoon. And I actually, I said it at that point. And later on, I saw Luis Gomez actually tweeted basically the same thing, where it's like, you notice how no Hispanics are complaining about the B-Man from The Simpsons. <laughs> about the what? The B-Man. But The B-Man from The Simpsons.
2: Oh, because like, we got
1: fucking... Like, Better shit to worry about, man, than a fucking cartoon. For sure.
2: Well, not to mention, sure. like, Apu was the successful business owner, and Homer was like the bumbling yeah, idiot. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, <laughs> what what negative stereotype were they?
1: Fucking? Yeah, fucking Apu was the dude taking care of his fucking family, and he had like seventy eight kids. Or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we settled that question, I think now we are going to move on to our second segment this is indecorous news this is a segment where we highlight the most important news happening across the united states and all over the world after you listen to this segment you will never have to listen to another newscast ever again in your entire life so this first story the headline is u.s strategic command posts then quickly deletes mysterious message the source of this is the Huffington Post, Stars and Stripes and Daily dot. I'll do the first part of it. U.S. Strategic Command fired off something unexpected, tweeting a message that practically no one understood. The tweet posted on the evening of March 28th read, Semicolon L, Semicolon, Semicolon, G, M, L, X, Z, S, S, A, W. So that's what they tweeted, right? Well, I guess March 28th, they sent this tweet out. And it's U.S. Strategic Command. The unusual message received more than 12,000 likes and 9,000 retweets <laughs> and hundreds of comments less than an hour after it was posted.
3: It's a message from Q himself. Just yes. <laughs> for the message. To be
2: fair, it was better than their last message. That was just, uh, hey, you up?
0: (laughs)
1: Uh, Ian, I'll let you give us a little more information on this.
3: All right. Apologies for any confusion. Please disregard this post. The command at Outfit Air Force Base, uh, Neb, tweeted in vain. Nebraska, uh,
1: Nebraska.
3: (laughs) Nebraska tweeted in vain after the original message. That tweet was later deleted as well. Strategic command is responsible for U.S., nuclear forces that can deliver nuclear arms from land and sea-based missiles and from aircraft, and already had a history of faux pas on Twitter. On New Year's faux Eve... Paz, faux pas, oh, faux pas. Oh, I'm sorry. Already had a history of faux pas on Twitter. On New Year's Eve 2018, the agency shared an image of a B-2 bomber near the ball drop in Times Square and wrote, If ever needed, we are hashtag ready to drop something bigger. <laughs>
4: what? What?
3: <laughs> the agency apologized for that incident <laughs> as well So these fuckers So they yeah. have jokes
4: <laughs>
3: What? Yeah, yeah dude they got jokes bro. <laughs> bro this damn. sounds like the Wendy's Twitter account Holy shit This is like the Wendy's Twitter account Got a part-time job working for these fuckers.
1: Yeah, it's like the Wendy's Twitter account guy, but instead of burgers, they're sending nuclear missiles that can destroy the entire humanity. <laughs>
0: Sassy. I love it. LOL, hashtag fucking Christ.
1: Yeah, dude. So apparently these people... Because I, I didn't know much about the strategic command or whatever the fuck. But yeah, they have a Twitter... I don't. First of all, I don't know why they need a Twitter account.
2: Yeah, I don't get it, dude. I don't get why all these government agencies and every member of the House of Representatives, everybody has a fucking Twitter now. It
1: yeah, dude. It's, I, don't know, I don't know why the agency in charge of all our nuclear weapons has to put out a whimsical tweet every now and again. I guess just to... I want the people that are in charge of our nuclear weapons to be serious as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't want them to be fucking. Hey, what's trending
0: right now? What What's a, What's a good quip we can fucking? Maybe we can go viral. College basketball is on the rise. Well, how about instead of Duke, we put Nuke? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. That's That's right. That's That's right. That's What the kids want to hear, right, guys? All right. The <laughs> Nuke
1: Blue Devils. Yeah. Well, some Twitter users seem to embrace the cryptic tweets. Quote, semicolon L, semicolon, semicolon J M L X Z S A A W to J-M-L-X-Z-S-A-A-W-2-U-2, said at the do online. That's kind of cute. Meanwhile, at poor me coffee was unfazed, replying to the seemingly coded message with, quote, understood details at rendezvous point.
0: I, I can dig that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, double down.
1: It's like, all right, I got you. I hear what you're putting out, strategic command. I got you. And then the Canadian forces in the United States, which is not a thing I even know existed, but apparently (laughs) the Canadian forces in the U.S. have a Twitter account, and they even try to defuse the situation by tweeting, quote, these things happen. This might even happen to you one day. It's okay, folks. (sighs) <laughs> which, is, which kind of comes across condescending when it's like the fucking Canadian forces trying to be like, yeah, hey, you know, these are the nuclear forces in the U.S. They fuck up sometimes. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Give them a break. Bobby, you can do some more comments here.
2: However, many others chose more alarmist replies. One person on Twitter speculated that the message was some kind of strategy, and someone else asked, should we all be taking cover? At Real Cruise Thomas. This is what happens when you let the machines take over. They're talking in code. At Trash Panda for the win. Not really how I picture the world ending, but also not entirely surprised. At Wong M Jane. Time to say goodbye to everyone. I'll miss my friends and family. Uh, meanwhile, Twitter user at J Axel R described the incident as a butt nuking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Bud dialing, bud nuking. Yeah, sure. End of the world.
0: If they're honestly like a nuke did go off, that probably would be the tweet you saw. (laughs) 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 You know, like, boom, dead. Like, that's it. Uh, That was it. They tried. They tried to type, and that's what came out. And that was what you saw. Valiant effort.
2: I don't remember all the details. I forget exactly where it was, but a long time ago there was a nuke dropped out of a an airplane in the United States that thankfully was not armed because if it was, it would have it would have killed like the entire eastern seaboard. I think it oh, was. Oh,
1: that was didn't they make a documentary, the oops, I dropped my nuke? Probably, Isn't that what that was? But... <laughs> oops i dropped my nuke.
2: like the plane hit turbulence or something and then the guy grabbed the drop nuke button i guess (laughs) you know the the drop nuke handle
1: i like like the idea that the plane hit turbulence and this guy's resource for saving his ass was like i'll drop this nuke maybe this will save me as long as i can save the plane plane."
2: he's like look i'm like look i'm not just gonna fall all right that might hurt
1: (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) I will blow up this country (laughs) if it avoids embarrassment on my part.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, so that's what happened. So they just posted this fucking weird ass fucking tweet. People are fucking freaking out. So, uh, Mike, here's the explanation.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So soon after this incident, Mikhail Fallon... Uh, Journalists for the Daily Dot went on to file a freedom of information request with a government agency in an effort to get to the bottom of the tweet. And according to the U.S. Strategic Command's response, the tweet was the result of their Twitter manager leaving his computer unattended, (laughs) resulting... resulting <laughs> in his very young child. Wow, great hands we got here. Uh commandeering the keyboard. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: yeah. Fucking wow, the world power in the hands of a child. This is Yeah, that's like alone that's like really this is what we're
1: doing. <laughs> okay, just like the guy that's in charge of this shit just no. fucking oh, he went
0: to get some coffee. Yeah. Thank god he didn't open up the other program and push a button <laughs> am i right, guys? Yes, oh, shit. Uh, uh,
3: I, uh, right. I think to fire a nuke it requires two babies mistyping at the same time so. <laughs> yeah well the uh
0: this name that is ridiculously stupid the u.s a strategic command Okay, that's like one way to put it, I guess. If you could just like <laughs> fucking wow, uh, I'm just gonna spell this so everyone sees what I'm saying. U.S.
1: Stratcom.
0: U.S.S.T.R.A.T.C.O.M. U.S.S. Tratcom. Yeah. All right. First, Let's just call it uh, uh, Ratcom. Yeah, that sounds like it, like some like failed DJ name on SoundCloud. <laughs> like that's what that looks like. Yo,
1: it's U.S.S. <laughs> ratcom, bro. You want <laughs> my, my, my Drop <laughs>
2: Women are for babies, boys are for pleasure. 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 Women are for babies, boys are for
4: pleasure. Well
0: this motherfucker right here further stressed that the tweet was Not the result of a hacking incident. Oh, thank God, just a baby. Absolutely nothing nefarious occurred, i.e., no hacking of our Twitter account. Thank God, the response added.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing though, like that was their response. Like this guy, this journalist put in the Freedom of Information Act request and they replied, but dude, you know that as soon as they say absolutely nothing nefarious occurred, no hacking of our Twitter account, Conspiracy theorists are jumping all over this shit, dude. They're not worse. <laughs> just because this one person said, oh, nothing happened. For the next 30 years, we're going to be hearing theories about what that fucking code really meant mm-hmm. and who they were communicating with.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah.
1: All right, baby, Bobby, you can do this next one.
2: Do you just call me baby?
1: Well, you know, that's for an indecorous comedy after dark.
2: <laughs> this, this uh, That that gay bar segment from earlier is getting a little real. <laughs> As usual, Twitter users had something to say about the latest revelation as well. At Mason Pelt, I was going to bet on a cat. At Lauren Weinstein, at least the kid didn't have the launch codes. At Carlos Valencia, I hope they never let that kid out of Guantanamo.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Fuck that kid, man. Fucking scaring the shit out of everybody, dude. Like, that's what I was going to say earlier. It reminded me, you guys remember, I think it was... Maybe two years ago, where they sent out those alarm texts in Hawaii because they were saying like there's an impending nuclear attack coming. Yep. yep. yeah, yep. oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, remember that shit? And you know, it ended up not being anything. And it's funny thinking about it. But there were people that literally thought, "Oh shit, this is the end of the fucking world, man."
0: Yeah. And it's like when you're on Hawaii too, it's like where do you go? Like you can't get in your car. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Get in your car, drive one mile to the other side of the island. Exactly.
1: Actually, we had somebody suggest that as a question for the podcast once was like, why do they have interstates in Hawaii? There is no fucking other state (laughs) that you can
0: Yeah, that's funny.
1: All right, we're going to move on to our next story. The headline says Georgia man receives final paycheck of nine hundred and fifteen dollars in pennies. Adam, Bobby, you yeah. can tell us a little bit more about it.
2: <laughs> you better say something, Ian.
3: Oh, f- fuck you.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, well played.
3: Oh, Adam. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Fuck you.
2: Oh. I'm for it. Earlier this month, Andreas Flayton received a delivery of over 90,000 one-cent coins. Adding insult to injury, the huge pile of coins had been soaked in greasy oil before being dumped on his driveway, along with a note saying, Fuck you, and his last paystuff. Wow. Wow. A March 13th Instagram post by Flayton's girlfriend, Olivia Oxley, States that the huge chunk of change arrived four months after her boothang quit his job at AOK Walker Auto Works, a business run by turd man, Miles Walker in Peachtree City, Georgia, last November.
1: Yeah, dude. So yeah, there's some
3: shade right there. Yeah,
1: it's fucking shady as fuck, dude. Like the guy. Not only like the the whole just paying somebody in in pennies thing is kind of you know fucking shitty as fuck. And then the guy's got to be like, not only that. I'm going to pour fucking uh, motor oil and grease all over these motherfuckers. And fuck you.
2: And I'm going to dump it in your driveway.
1: That, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to have to pick that shit up somehow.
2: I'm going to make a direct deposit to your parking space.
0: It's one thing when the employee tries to fuck the company. It's like, oh, that's cute. But when a company actually goes after you, it's like, god damn, fucking chill. Yeah.
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, fuck this motherfucker. But (laughs) You could tell us a little bit more of that, Mikey, on this next one.
0: Okay, well, Oxley wrote, and I quote, uh, First things first, when, in parentheses, my lover quit... This
1: is is the girlfriend, by the way. This is the girlfriend. Oh, okay.
0: Oxley is the girlfriend. Uh, My lover quit. Uh, He gave a written resignation letter complete with a two-weeks notice. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I feel like that's pretty goddamn generous. Um, I think so. Two weeks, definitely, right? Yeah, for sure. That's fair. Uh, After Miles Walker continued to be the asshole he is and make a normal workday hell, making unnecessary comments about my boyfriend's daughter, boyfriend's daughter, okay, and just being an all-around dick, that two weeks turned into five days. Yeah, so basically, he put in a two
1: weeks notice, but then this fucking dude, after he put in the notice, started being a fucking dick and making comments about the boyfriend's daughter, which seems fucking unnecessary.
3: Right. Do we have any clarification on what those comments were? Was it like some comments trying to get sexy times with the daughter, or saying the daughter was fat and frumpy? Like what kind of commentary? Yeah, you're
1: there? saying you're saying was she saying she was fat, or was she saying that he wanted a fucker because yeah, one yeah. is acceptable and the other is not?
3: I mean, one's probably a five-day notice scenario, and one's probably like a seven-day notice scenario. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. no. I, well, that's a great question, Ian, but no, we do not. The mystery remains.
2: That would be what you're asking for clarification on.
1: Yeah, that would be what And So what is he saying? Is he is he trying to be complimented <laughs> like, hey, he's probably got a tight badge and shit? I mean, because he's just being nice at that point.
3: Because, you know, if someone says your daughter is a little fat and she's fat, and then you give the five-day notice, maybe the greasy pennies were warranted. But if you're trying to slide into some 14-year-old, then I mean, I think that the greasy pennies might not be. Yeah, yeah.
1: This guy was like the Matt Getz of uh, (laughs) automotive (laughs) works. Uh, You can finish it out there, Mikey.
3: All right. So
0: I did a little quick math here. I don't know. So if I'm correct, the guy was, he got paid $900 for his last check, right? Yeah,
1: $912, I believe.
0: All right. So that was for five days of work. If we're understanding this properly, just to put everyone's mind at ease, because I know we're all thinking this. So that was one hundred and eighty dollars for one week. And that came out to one hundred and well, hold hold the fuck on five days. So nine hundred dollars divided by five days. Right. So that's one hundred and eighty dollars a day and divided by eight. That's eight hours a day. That's twenty two dollars. Uh, 50 cents. That ain't bad per hour.
3: It sounds like some racist white people math to me. Yeah. I'm going changed my answer now
1: from that previous question. Good I'm white, god
3: damn it.
0: God damn,
1: dude. Uh, Fox 5 interviewed the lover man. He called his former boss's move a childish thing to do. If I've done my math correctly, uh oh, here we go. Oh, Some no, racist shit. If I've done
2: my white math correctly, I jumped
0: the
1: gun. Good lord, it's a good thing we don't have Chesney on this one because <laughs> he would be fucking jumping all over this. <laughs> if I've done my math correctly, 91,515 pennies should come out to be about 504 pounds.
3: Or roughly put, about two of his kid. The fat girl in question, he was probably making fun oh, of. Oh my, oh, my god.
1: Oh, my God, Ian.
2: Oh, we we knew what you were saying.
1: <laughs> Ian, good Lord. Ian, you're still on whether the daughter is fat. Yeah, good Lord.
2: Bad. Ian was just like uh, Al Bundy in a past life. He just wants to call women fat all day.
1: Ian's going to be calling back on how fat the daughter was for the rest <laughs> of the podcast. So just get <laughs> brace yourselves for that. I'm for it. And every future podcast. And every future podcast.
0: And my theory of the last podcast from the pastor who was calling women fat, that means uh, he must be at least a thousand pounds. So is that, is yeah, that, how right. be? Yeah. he must be pretty big yeah, guy. I don't see ya. I know we're just on this podcast, but.
1: Dude, man. See if I can you're even calling back past podcasts. If I can call back's <laughs> never end on this motherfucking podcast. it as
0: it is. We're going into, you know.
1: Fuck yeah. This is like Lord of the Rings this podcast. Like you're not gonna get this unless you read the three previous books of uh indecorous <laughs> Podcast. Alright, so Flatten or Flayton, however you say that guy's name, who is Olivia's true love, currently keeps the pennies in a wheelbarrow with wheels that have deflated due to the weight of all that zinc and copper. That's, see, that's even at another insult, to injury. This guy had to shovel all those pennies, put them in a wheelbarrow, and now his wheelbarrow has tires that are deflated. He added that he now spends his evening sitting in the garage cleaning the coins. Quote, I think that's going to be a lot of work for money I've already worked for, he said. It's going to be hours upon hours of just trying to clean this money up so it's even able to be spent. It's definitely not fair at all. So yeah, so this guy—it's bad enough. Again, we're, we're kind of repeating ourselves, but yeah, it's bad enough. Motherfucker threw a bunch of pennies in his fucking front yard or whatever. Now this guy's got to clean them too because they're all I, fucking covered in oil.
3: I don't know. I mean, coin store, baby, take that shit down to the grocery store, throw it in the coin store machine, and sure they're gonna take a five percent cut, but I mean. Yeah, but if it, gotta... but is it
1: gonna be a problem that they're covered in oil though, man? It might. That might Someone fucking... else's
3: problem.
2: This is absolutely how. Trump has paid people before. Yes, this is, literally. Settlement million dollar lawsuits in truckloads of pennies.
1: Yeah. All right, Bobby, you can do this next one. Uh,
2: in a brief interview with CBS 46 News reporter Jamie Kennedy, who has the same name as Jenny <laughs> Jamie Kennedy, the famous person, <laughs> but is someone else, Walker, the piece of shit owner of the repair shop, was asked if he knew anything about the pennies. But after replying that he knew tons about it, he then claimed to not remember if he had dumped the pennies in Flayton's house. I don't know if I did that or not, Walker said when questioned about the pennies. I don't really remember. It doesn't matter. He got paid. That's all that matters. He's a fucking weenie for even bringing it up. Get the fuck off my property.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, Ian, you can close it out.
3: All right. Other former employees of OK Walker Auto Works interview well I, I just want
1: a okay Walker Auto I just want everybody to know that's AOK Walker Auto Works cuz this guy's a piece of shit.
3: All right. Interviewed by CBS 46 confirmed that the repair shop had a toxic work environment and that Walker was a turd of almost cave proportions. <laughs> With Walker ripping up pay stubs in front of workers and at one point uh
1: Deep De-pan- <laughs> that's actually the word oh, she yeah, used. Yeah deep panting. D, pantsing.
3: D- pantsing Female worker, Serena oh. Wonderacy in the shop lobby to prove she didn't have a bigger dick than any of the boys. The business has been slammed with a swath of negative reviews on Yelp and Google in recent days due to the penny story.
1: But this yeah. is the thing: is like, as I was typing this out, Bobby submitted this story. But you know, I like to get to the bottom of everything, man. I look, I clicked all the links, I looked at all the videos, and yeah, dude, the and the CBS. 46 report by Jimmy kennedy who is not the famous guy but he's a reporter guy he had a this serena wonder or whatever you said ian (laughs) he had her on and she was like yeah uh one time he was like oh so you think you have a bigger dick than any of the boys well let's prove that and then he fucking pants this woman
2: and she did
1: and she did yeah (laughs) this dude should be a deal for a sexual assault literally
0: or he should just run to be president because he probably gets yeah that's right
1: (laughs) yeah that's right he should either be in jail or be the president of the united states but anyway before we move on you got any comments to make about the daughter's weight problems ian
3: I'm, thinking, uh, I'm almost thinking this guy was probably hitting on a 13 year old more than likely after reading more of his quotes. If I'm picking sides here, I think he was probably going for a 13 year old versus fat shaming.
1: I am going to play for you the actual thing from the news story from Whoa. NBC. 7.
3: Whoa! Okay. That'd be cool.
1: Uh, you know what I'm saying, Mikey, is ain't no fucking around. I'm, I'm no, I'm, I'm buckling
0: in. I'm buying a belt buckle right now on Amazon.com. So I'm ready.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: details tonight after a worker says his disgruntled boss paid him his final paycheck in pennies. Nearly $1,000 worth of coins dumped in his driveway. Tonight, CBS 46 is Jamie Kennedy speaking with the owner of AOK Walker Luxury Auto Shop to get his side of the story.
1: Probably a thousand dollars worth
0: of pennies and a little
5: love note. Those pennies dumped at Andreas Flatten's house in the middle of the night as a form of payment for his final check from AOK Walker Luxury Auto Shop, according to him. They're also covered in oil.
0: They're covered in something. Don't know what it is, but it smells funny.
5: Andreas says he left the auto <laughs> shop because of a toxic work environment. The oh, did you, you guys ever see that old up. that old UCB the auto sketch? Shop owner, the- Miles Dude, they're Walker, ass pennies. It seems like he's not <laughs> the I mean, only <laughs> one. And while working for him, he was my manager.
1: And pardon my language, but he said, "You think you have a bigger dick than any of the boys? Well, we're going to prove that right now." And decided to de pants me in the lobby and thought it was funny.
5: The other employees I spoke with say they too experienced a toxic environment. And ripping up people's paychecks, their last check
1: in front of their face, and telling. Them- get out of
5: here. I spoke with Walker in person about the pennies and recorded the conversation. May I ask you at all about the pennies? Do you know anything about that? I know tons about it. What's wrong with it? So did you, did you, <laughs> you, you did drop the pennies over at that person's house? I don't know if I did that or not. I don't really remember. doesn't matter. He got paid. That's all that matters. He's a weenie for even bringing it up. It seemed like too much of a stretch to ask for a penny. For his thoughts why is he waiting for bringing it up because he is and because you guys give him a platform i just told you exactly what i had to say you guys are what's wrong with the world get the f- off my property okay jamie kennedy cbs 46 news well he
3: got paid that's all that matters and for all he knows that guy was a coin collector so that made his birthday <laughs> dude that <laughs> yes. would be the
2: best if he went through it and found some million dollar rare coin yeah, yeah <laughs> Nine, that S- would B- be B- the B- B- best
1: y- All right, it's time for our main segment of the night. and is Deep Dive. We build this show as an educational comedy podcast. We often fall short of the latter, but we always deliver on the former. This week's Deep Dive was written by Ian. And,
3: and, my, and, and might I add, I, wrote, I put this together in about 10 minutes, so if it's riddled with spelling errors and grammatical errors, I apologize in advance.
1: So it's not going to have the usual Ian standard of perfection is what you're trying to say. <laughs> All right that's fair enough. If you ever thought about getting married, you might want to study up on all the gotchas, legal loopholes, and trickery bullshit in your local jurisdiction, or you might have a hard time fucking your stepmom after you get married. So tonight's deep dive is a PSA for what to look out for if you ever try to tie the knot. Again, I said Ian wrote this, who is married? Yeah. So God knows how long he will be married after we do this deep dive. <laughs> Take it over, Bobby.
2: Ian would be looking through that with a fine-tooth comb. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Why this marriage business is all a sham.
1: This is why you have to short the marriage business. <coughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> hey, you make a lot of money, I guarantee yeah. you on I that.
1: absolutely did.
0: Well,
2: there's no wife coin that I'm aware of.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, um, <laughs> business idea. <laughs>
2: <laughs> In Delaware, it's legal to obtain an annulment if you get married on a dare or as a prank. The official law states that a marriage may be annulled if one or both parties enter the marriage as a jest or dare.
1: Now, see, that is ripe for being taken advantage of. You oh, know sure, what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I mean, it would be a little suspicious if you're like 15 years into this shit. I was like, oh, I just remembered. That, uh, <laughs> she dared me to do yeah, it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, exactly. I, I, I thought the Yankees were going to win the World Series. and This, then, this is
2: uh, my my 15-year-long marriage prank
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> Classic me.
3: (laughs) I like to prank angle the best because if you're in one of those alimony hearings and the wife is trying to take you for half your money and you're like, no, no, we can annul the whole thing. It was a prank because you're like literally a five. And I thought you were a 10 on wedding night, but no, you could pull some shit.
1: And of course, Ian would take the angle of, oh, you're too fat. Uh, (laughs) Nobody could have ever taken seriously that I would have married such a fat person as you. It
0: obviously had to be a dare.
2: (laughs) I'm going to go back to the gay bar where people compliment me.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's actually the 10 at the gay bar that's looking at Ian saying that. (laughs)
4: Clearly, I'm a (laughs)
3: 10. All you have to do is prove there was a hidden camera following you around during your wedding night, and the whole thing is null and void.
2: Yeah, I think you uh, conveniently left off the information during that story about how you ended up naked on stage.
3: And that is for another podcast, my friend. <laughs> Make sure
0: to subscribe to Patreon for all the full details. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Mikey. All
3: right. I'll take this next one. So uh, Don Juan's beware. Under South Carolina's Offenses Against Morality and Decency Act, it's considered a misdemeanor for a man over the age of 16 to propose to a woman in order to seduce her. So oh. this, is also, this is also known as the Jailbait Act, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't flip both ways though. I think it's perfectly legal for a 16-year-old female to seduce a man, but just not the opposite.
1: Yeah, that the, and I think that's what we're gonna run into when well, because we we have the recurring state laws things, and all these archaic laws that we do, they're always worded in the we I mean, actually we kind of talked about this earlier in the podcast where like in the Spanish language is very biased towards males. But even in English, even in uh, English speaking countries, all these shits are worded as the man can't do this or you can't do this to the man because they never even considered the woman doing the same shit.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like it's one of those things like if it's a 16 year old man trying to bang a milf, it's like, oh, he's. He's trying to seduce her. He's evil. If it's a 16-year-old girl that's, like, in most cases thought of as the victim here, it's like, oh, yeah, it's perfectly, you know, above board. good, bang the... 16-year-old, everything is legal there.
2: Yeah. No, I heard Carlos loud and clear. We got to get some men's rights. Yeah, that's
0: right.
3: That's the... M- I'm not going to lie, though. <laughs>
0: I think that it should be more of a equality thing when it comes to the... How
2: oh. dare you? Equality, Michael, on this Rings podcast- are
0: expensive. <laughs> They're expensive. And, you know, maybe there's a receipt that comes with the ring that's like, you, you got to pay half of this, you know? <laughs> Like, I mean, if you say yes, you're also obliged to pay for half the ring. I think
1: that, no, I agree with that, Mikey, but that would be a compromise to me because I just think the whole ring shit's stupid because all that money that you're spending on a ring is money that you could be spending like, hey, how about we fucking go to uh, Maui or some shit? Let's go to fucking, let's go on a, instead of fucking spending it on a meaningless thing you're going to wear around your fucking finger, how about we have an experience that we're going to fucking cherish for the rest of our lives?
2: Carlos, the ring is not for her, it's for her friends.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Can't put a price on Instagram likes. That's what I (laughs) always say.
1: All right. Well, in the town of Salem, Massachusetts, it's illegal for a married couple to sleep nude in a rented room, but still perfectly legal to fuck. Apparently... prostitutes were lobbying to keep married couples off their (laughs) turf oh now see if that's what's actually going on then fucking right on on the prostitutes for this shit yeah
0: yeah dude math checks out
1: yeah yeah hats off clothes on
0: (laughs) that's why people have a thing about uh fucking with the socks on (laughs) that's
3: (laughs) a loophole right there so that's like a way of (laughs)
0: that's that's right (laughs) exactly all right you can do this one mikey So in Vermont, a wife must obtain written permission from her husband, get the fuck out of here, before wearing false teeth. What <laughs> yeah. if, a, if a single lady wants to rock a wicked drip though, there are plenty of grills for single ladies that don't offend Vermont lawmakers. Oh, okay.
1: So you're saying you can't have fake teeth, but you can put them grills on.
3: <laughs> if you're if you're single, so if you're a single lady, your drip can be as wicked and crazy as you want, but if you got a ring on your finger. You, you can't have that wicked drip going on.
1: Yeah, okay, but you fucking millennials have to tell me what fucking drip means. I don't know yeah, what the know fuck what are you guys talking
3: about, this drip shit. What is drip? <laughs> it's like the, the combination of your style. It's basically anything and everything that makes up your ensemble. You know, this is the grill, this is the chains, this is, yeah. you know, the cool earrings. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like when you have ice, and then what the other people get is the drip. Yeah, yeah.
3: Oh, all right. I mean me and
0: Bobby are still
1: lost as fuck right now. We are YOLO as fuck right <laughs> yeah. now.
3: Yeah, I think I think you guys just aged yourself right there.
0: Yeah, if you guys ever need on future podcasts like a call in to the the lingo of the kids, just hit me <laughs> yeah. up. You can just call a lifeline.
2: You, yeah, you could uh translate a lot of Ian's deep dives for us. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah,
0: dude. yeah, I'll I'll tell you what's cap and what's not cap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ian, you can do this next one.
3: In the town of Truno on Cape Cod, the groom-to-be must prove his manliness before marriage by hunting and killing either six blackbirds or three crows. And bonus points if you kill these fuckers with Alka-Seltzer.
1: What? All right. Here's another reference you're going to have to explain, Ian.
3: <laughs> All right, have you, you never seen that, dude?
2: Yeah, this is from the old angle, though. This is... Uh
1: yeah
2: ian is both like a geriatric and a young person at the same time
1: ian is like tiktok generation and silent film generation (laughs) at the same time
3: (laughs) so so for for those that are morbidly curious just google giving alka-seltzer to birds and i promise you you won't won't be disappointed
0: I feel like I will be horrifically disappointed when I see that. <laughs> yeah. I could be wrong, but I feel like I'm not going to be happy after watching that. I,
1: I feel bad for the blackbirds because it's like, hey, so six of us is just three crows?
0: What the fuck? We're just half a bird? Fuck <laughs> out of here,
3: Yeah, That's some birdism shit if I've ever seen That's it. right. It's that three-fifths compromise thing, right? No,
2: it's the the one-half compromise in this case.
1: It's it's like we had a fucking... (laughs) The Beatles sang a song about us. How the fuck are we worth half a crow? (laughs) (laughs) All right. If the Mississippi County clerk issuing your marriage license believes that you or your betrothed is drunk, insane, or, quote, an imbecile, he or she can deny you the license. There is no law against marrying your cousin, though. Yeah, I guess that's the way it works, man. Unless your cousin's an imbecile, which I mean, it kind of, it kind of like. Can you marry a cousin that's not an imbecile? Though it's one of these philosophical questions.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't get why the county clerk is involved in a marriage.
1: Great question, dude.
0: Great question. <laughs> like, there's just like a, the county clerks there at the wedding. Like, now does anybody have any objections? And the clowny.
3: Clark's. <laughs> yeah. this
0: man's drunk as fuck
3: <laughs> i like the uh he could just make the assumption on the spot this guy's clearly an imbecile i heard the last three sentences that came out of his mouth this guy's dumb as shit marriage null in the void
1: well here's the thing is like i'm assuming the county clerk is involved in this because that's the person that does the marriage licenses okay but it would be even more hilarious if the dude was not involved at all he just happens to be hanging out while you're getting married and he's like nah that guy's an idiot dude that guy's insane bro i met this guy there's
0: not one happy
1: hour here (laughs) (laughs) and so he just fucking calls the whole thing what i was gonna say uh, originally i was gonna say like oh yeah no this guy's an imbecile he's queuing on But then it's Mississippi, so actually not being QAnon would be the grounds for not allowing that marriage (laughs) in fucking Mississippi, bro. He doesn't believe in the pedophile ring. This guy's an imbecile.
2: (laughs) We're going to have to scrap this marriage. This one's (laughs) libtarded.
1: That's right, (laughs) libtarded. That's actually probably a proper designation in the Mississippi. What is that psychological book that they have? DM MSDA? You guys know what I'm talking about? MS-13. Yeah, the (laughs) MS-13. The MDMA.
0: All right, Mikey,
1: (laughs) you can do this next one.
0: Okay, Yeah, and let me just say, as liberal as I may be, I love the word libtard. I think that is a great (laughs) word. I'm just going to put that out there. I call my friends libtards. I think it's so funny. Uh, But anyway, with that being said, Kentucky has a fun play on the three strikes you're out idea uh, by making it illegal to marry the same man four times (laughs) apparently (laughs) apparently uh people can make a bad decision three times but the fourth one well ladies and gentlemen let me tell you something that's unlucky
1: yeah that's by by the fourth time you should realize god hates you (laughs) (laughs) all right bobby the next one
2: first cousins are allowed to marry in utah only if they are over 65 years old because by then, old people won't be fucking and making retarded babies.
1: Uh, I, I feel like Ian editorialized a little bit on this one. I don't think that's in the actual law, is it?
3: Uh, I mean, you know, the math checks out. I mean, uh, I like uh... yeah, but
1: math is racist, though. So I don't know how we're gonna. <laughs> like... Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, according to that math,
0: they used the R word. Now I'm starting to agree with Portland. Not only is math <laughs> racist,
1: it's ableist as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kind of is by design.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah, that is great point. Great point, Bobby Touche. <laughs> All right, Ian, you get this next one. Before you give your favorite psychic a ring, know that it's illegal for palm reader or a psychic to officiate and marry people in New Orleans, but they can take your 20 bucks and tell you that good luck is just a tender swipe away.
1: That is so bullshit because it, it, it's one of those
3: words. Uh, what
1: is it? What is, what's what's that word that people use?
3: Uh, cognitive
1: dissonance? dissonance? Yeah. Cognitive
3: dissonance, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't.
1: If you're gonna allow one shit, fucking allow all that crazy shit.
3: But this might be the <laughs> this might be the the rule of the don't uh, eat where you shit or don't sleep where you shit kind of phenomenon. Because the place Jesus. you're gonna go get your fake fortune about the prosperous future shouldn't be the place where they give you the terrible future by putting a permanent ring on your finger forever.
1: Yeah, you know what? This actually does bring a good. I never thought about it that way, but yeah, actually, the only people that should be allowed to officiate marriages are psychics. <laughs> so they can tell you in advance, look, this shit's not, I'll do it. If you guys want me to do it, I'll do this shit. But I'll
0: tell you right now.
3: It's not going to work.
0: At least you'll have <laughs> a higher chance of staying married than being married by a priest. Yeah, so. absolutely.
1: <laughs> and the psychic's not going to molest your kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Speak for yeah. yourself. <laughs> in some states there's the next one, in some states you can get married as young as sixteen and sometimes even younger with the permission of the parents and consent of a judge. Alabama, Mississippi, and West Virginia, of course, I mean that th- that is the bottom three, right? Alabama, Mississippi and West Virginia have a quote, If there's grass on the
0: field, play ball rule. Yeah, that was like a that was like an Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zero song. That, what if there's grass on the field? Play ball. No, <laughs> Alabama, Virginia. Oh, well, the Virginia, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That was uh, there's hipsters laughing their ass off. Like that. <laughs> I know, I know it. There's some hipster dying. He was like, "That was the best joke of the night."
2: This one kills in Bushwick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mikey, you can close us out with this last one. Oh yeah. All right. So here we go for the last, the finale drum roll, please don't drum roll. Cause we're going all right. To facilitate weddings for servicemen and women who may be abroad, weird marriage. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, isn't every woman abroad?
5: <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know what I'm
0: talking God, about. Take the drum roll and add a little at the end. All right. So here we go. Weird marriage laws in California, Colorado. Texas, and Montana, that's four for you, allow, oh man, this is not going to be good, marriage by proxy, all right, that's okay, uh, which means either the groom or the bride can have someone attend the ceremony, oh, in his or her place, <laughs> you may now kiss the fucking bride, <laughs> Uh, Montana even allows double proxy weddings where neither party needs to be present. Oh
3: my God. So, this could be beautiful if it's like just two lawyers hired by the couple that was partying, and now the two lawyers have to kiss. That'd be awesome. I mean, now,
2: that would be a fantastic prank if like two people could just show up and get two other random people married.
0: I love that idea of just having homeless people kiss <laughs> or <laughs> free.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You've heard of bum fights? Have you heard of bum weddings? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go into our last segment of the night, the decorous 4chan post of the week. 4chan has been described by some as an anonymous image board website, while others have called it the asshole of the internet. In this particular segment, we will be showcasing random posts from Four Chan's most indecorous subboard, B. All right, Ian, you can do this first. Comment from anonymous.
3: All right. The year is 2025. You're the last remaining male human alive after Trump was reelected, the Russia invasion, and the ensuing nuclear war. There are also no female humans left. There is a female chimp, a female orangutan. A female baboon and a female gorilla. You realize you must start the evolutionary process all over again. Which female do you choose and why?
1: I think that it's kind of sexist because why does it have to be a female?
3: <laughs> yeah, why can't it's just fucking, what, what do they call it thing? Docking. We can fucking make, make docking technology produce a baby. You know? Why can't I have a
1: trans orangutan?
3: Yeah, dude. <coughs> I like the one that's got the rosy red ass. Like is that is that the, is that the baboon i think it's the it's baboon like- oh, yeah. yeah yeah
1: i'm gonna go I, you know what i forgot about that i'm gonna go with that ian baboon well first of all because i'm already i'm I'm afraid of the gorilla i i'm afraid to fuck anything that can kill me yeah so yeah, yeah. already
3: <laughs> i'm not gonna go with. Dude, that's the best part about it And yeah. they look too much like harambe so i'm probably gonna have tears the whole time you know how about you mikey what are you thinking
0: yeah, I mean, I'd probably go for something like the orangutan or the chimp. I mean, I've never even had to think about it, and I probably wouldn't do it, but if forced with a gun. Well,
1: it's the year 2025, dude. It's the year 2025. You have no choice, dude.
0: Oh. Okay. This is this is
1: after the Russian invasion. All right, Bobby, you have any choice?
2: Well, definitely. Uh, I'm, I'm not going with the chimp because I don't want to get my face ripped off.
0: <laughs> That's like, right. I yeah. switch my answer to a orangutan. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's really about the only one that um, you know.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Which one can kiss me on the cheek and tell me everything's okay? <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. That's, that's that's baboon. I believe that's baboon. <laughs> oh. I've seen some Jane Goodall documentaries, and I believe that is the case.
0: Well, that's my answer. There. All right,
1: <laughs> Bobby. You can do this next one. I went to the Folsom Street Fair every year,
2: got naked, and let strangers play with my cock.
3: This guy was lucky that strangers wanted to play with his cock. If I whipped my cock out at a fair, I would just probably go to jail. That
1: is true, man. That's why do unto others as you'd have others do unto you does not work every single time. Because apparently this guy was like, yeah, you know, I let other people play with my cock. So they should let me play with their cock as well.
0: So what's the
1: prize for playing with this cock?
0: Yeah, that's right. You get a a stuffed animal. (laughs) Probably hepatitis. (laughs) Yeah,
1: hepatitis. (laughs) Tetanus. Get tetanus. I'll do this next one. It's a three-parter. It says, the first anonymous says, Hey, B, let's make an empowering story about a woman. Last time didn't go so well. Well, that's surprising. (laughs) No way. They just got into a fight
2: at the end. It was really weird.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but this guy's an optimist. So he's saying... Last time didn't go so well, but I'm sure we can do better. Let's try to keep it positive and whimsical. This time, her name is Aubrey. Dubs will decide what whimsical adventure she will undertake. And then the first reply is, she becomes a hooker and becomes addicted to crack. (laughs) Race to the bottom, right off the bat. All right. But then there's another comment by another anonymous. He says, and I'm assuming he, because it's fucking B, She gets raped by a guy in a Bugs Bunny suit and beats him to death with a steel pipe. The end.
3: Well, there's some creativity to that one. I guess he tried.
1: I guess at least that second anonymous tried to make a story out of it. That guy was ripping off some old Carlin. Yes, that was was the old (laughs) Carlin Bugs Bunny suit beat a woman he, with a he does
2: have ex- yeah he does have a bit about about that about consenting adults raping each other's dressed as bugs bunny or something
1: oh shit see fucking that's why we have you on the podcast bobby you're our comedian historian
2: to be fair i'm not entirely right because he was talking about people being beaten to death with a steel dildo and not a steel pipe
1: oh uh, we'll see now mm. now we're gonna get letters bobby thanks a lot yeah
0: I, I think Aubrey was born and then had the worst four seconds of her life.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I'll do this next one. Youth
1: is fleeting. I posted the Allison Hannigan thread the other day. It made me think about the nature of mortality and life. More specifically, it made me think about how much of a bummer it is when a very attractive woman grows old, <laughs> has kids that aren't yours, etc., I think it's pretty much impossible to, quote, age well. I think it's more like aging to a lesser extent. But youth, in mind and in physicality, is so fleeting. Bummer. Soon my dick won't be able to stand and every woman I found attractive will be dead or a bag. It's a hell of a bitch.
3: Yeah, dude. I mean, this guy can go jack off to American wedding or something if he wants to.
1: I I agree with everything this guy said. It's just funny to me that it all stemmed from Allison Hannigan. Yeah. Like, that's that's what made him realize, hey, we're all getting old and fucking decaying. Hey, Ian, do you want to explain why you wrote this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was just going to say, I knew Ian had something to say about this post. <laughs> all right, and I'm going to close
1: it out with his last one. My girlfriend is normally the jealous type, but she really wants a FFM threesome. Should I do it, or is it a trap? So FFM, uh, for those who don't know, that's female, female, male. What do you guys think? Is it a trap, or does she really want this FFM threesome?
3: It really depends. I mean, if the third is hotter than she is, it's definitely a trap. Yeah. You know, if, uh. if, she's, if she's lesser than, then she's probably cool with it. Because that's the thing about women. They'll let you do things you would never imagine you can get away with to lesser women. But if the woman is like, you know, nine, <laughs> and the wife is like a five, that is fucking a poison pill right there, my friend. Damn, all right, so Ian, you
1: you've thought about this shit.
0: I think I think that the FFM comes in as a little gust of wind, if you will, a little low cloud fart. But the thing is, is that when it, when the question comes up, is yeah, I'll agree, is when the who comes up, but. When they might ask uh, about friends and that's when, you know, it's uh, a trap.
1: Oh! If they, if they
0: start presenting friends, you know, it's a trap. Yeah, so don't, don't ever trap. fall for that. I would, I would not, you know. Okay, okay.
2: And I thought that FFM, the game in the Final Fantasy series that I wasn't aware of.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dude, FFM is legit. That's when they bring all the top characters together and run the final class. <laughs> it is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right.
1: Well, that's the answer. Because I've wondered about that. Because I've never, I still, I like said, I've never had a threesome. So I have no idea about this. But what you guys have just said makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs>
2: That is just reminds me of that old Carlin joke. He's like, I never fucked a 10, but one night I fucked five twos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's the podcast. Everybody, we made it through the whole thing. Mikey, thank you so much for being our guest, my yeah, friend. Thanks for having me. Yeah, dude, it was a lot of fun. Mikey, do you have anything you want to plug before we go?
0: Uh well, you know, I am on a little bit of a, uh, a poker league thing called card shards. Every day at What 8. card shards? Yeah. That sounds amazing. It is amazing. You may have some of these hosts on here as well. It's a uh if you go on to Twitch, type in card charts, eight thirty PM. We're always live. It's funny. You can donate to our Master Pot game, which at the end of the year, I think we have a few hundred dollars, almost a grand. Uh, feel free to donate to that. It, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. You just watch a bunch of comics, having a good time. And uh, also feel free to follow me on Michael Steinberg Media or Mikey Steinberg Media, whichever one you want.
1: Right on, dude. That's card sharts, card underscored shards.
0: Yep, that is right. That is right. And it's the best entertainment you'll ever get for free. In your entire life. I just want yeah. to
2: say how proud I am, too, of for you guys not spelling card with a K or shirts with a Z. Uh-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. that.
2: Yeah. Or, or like a dollar sign or anything, you know?
1: Yeah, you're welcome.
2: <laughs> Thanks
1: again, Mikey. These guys. Thanks, Bruce. Bobby, you got any last words?
2: You know... This week, I think I actually do. This is completely random, but my girlfriend has gotten us into my 600-pound life recently. And there was a dude on there who was, he was not the overweight one. His girlfriend was, but this guy, just to kind of give you an idea of what kind of guy was dating this woman who was 684 pounds, was was her weight. She was the the love of his life. Good lord. Yeah, oh dude, that's not even some of the bigger people on that show, man. Oh my crazy. god. Yeah. It's watch it sometime. It's crazy. But
1: Okay. Is it is this a thing that your like girlfriend got you to watch and be like, hey look, it can get worse.
2: <laughs> or either that or it was a warning to me
1: yeah I think it, actually to be honest with you, it's more a warning to you because your girlfriend like runs fucking marathons and shit,
2: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> so yeah take it as a, a warning Bobby
2: it, it, it I mean it does really make you feel better about your situation when you're like, oh, this person is four of me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so just to kind of give you an idea of what kind of guy we're talking about here that was was dating this person. He had a Juggalo sticker on the back of his vehicle. OK. And this dude. OK, so this is an episode where they're trying to get help. His girlfriend who is going to die. She is like 23. <laughs> All right. Jesus Christ. And he is wearing a shirt that says, Exercise. I thought you said extra fries. Oh, man. That's a picture man. of French fries.
1: Good Lord.
2: Yeah. I highly recommend that show. It is, uh, it is fantastic.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: Dude, people will grow fat, like, they'll store it in places that you did not know your body could make. Is that right? It'll make, like, new appendages. This one dude had, like, things coming off of his leg that were just. It is crazy. I don't
1: know, man. I mean, you say like it's a warning, but I'm like, so I can grow a second dick? Like, that's the way I'm taking it (laughs) right now, dude. Yeah, Yeah, if you just keep eating. if I eat enough fat, I can get a fatter dick? So I was like, all
2: right. Absolutely. I mean, nobody else has, but you, you, my friend,
1: you can. (laughs) Yeah, dude. (laughs) I'm fucking Latinx.
2: Yeah, (laughs) that's what
1: the X is for, extra dick. That's right, extra dick, (laughs) y'all. Extra dick. How about you, Ian? You got any last words?
3: So I'm getting ready to do a mathematical proof to prove that there is a master race. I don't know what the answer is yet, but I'm going to get to the bottom of this.
1: (laughs) All right, this should get us some Patreon followers. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, I think we know what answer you're rooting for, Ian.
1: (laughs) Alright guys, thank you for listening to the podcast If you want to follow us Online, you already know What all our social medias are But if you want to support us with uh, Some money, throw us a little bit of cash You can go to Dempshits.com Which is A.K.A. Patreon.com slash Indecorous Comedy Thank you for listening guys We'll see you next week Walk your cash Walk your cash I start shooting semen when I get pissed.